Blog Talk Radio. Talk show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. I'm very, very excited. Um, today, we, uh, I hope, it, first off, I hope everybody had a uh, either a very good Valentine's Day or a very good single awareness day or anti Valentine's whatever particular cup of tea you like to uh, drink. Um, I, I hope it was well. I hope it was well. Um, me and my lovely wife, we went out on that. No, we, we didn't go salsa dancing or anything like that. We had some uh, good friends over and kind of had a double date, I guess, of uh, eating a whole bunch of great, fantastic tacos and, um, you know, watching weird things on YouTube, on the TV. Um, it, it was very low-key, very relaxing. We didn't have to fight with any restaurants, reservations, or anything like that. Um, it was just a, uh, you know... A nice Tuesday evening, I suppose, with a little smooching uh, thrown in at the end. But, um, yeah, I hope everybody had a good uh, good holiday and whatnot. Um, but we're back at it. We're back at it. The real reason I'm excited today is we've got a filmmaker on, co-director, co-writer of a, a film I just watched the other day um, called The Long Dark Trail. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome that filmmaker, Mr. Nick Sinakis. Nick, how are you, my friend? I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope you had a good Valentine's Day. I did. My um, my lovely significant other, unfortunately, uh, is working, so she, so we did not spend it together. But, um, yeah, I had a nice uh, relaxing day with some work and uh, a nice adult cocktail at the end of it. Nice. And she didn't have to hear about the long, dark no, I'm kidding. I am kidding. <laughs> You've probably not talked to her about it that much. I doubt that. But, um, hey, man, Nick, first off, you're making movies. How cool is that? That's like the coolest job in the world, you know, at least from the yeah, outside, yeah. I would imagine. No, it's it's very, it's very cool. It's a lot of hard work, but, um, but, but yeah, we've been, uh, we've been at it in one way or another for a long time. No, oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. My my day job, I'm I paint. Uh, I'm a painter. I, I'm a, you know I paint pictures of people and stuff. I've uh, been doing that a long time, a couple decades now, and uh, so I hang out with a lot of artsy fartsy types of people. And a lot of my friends, the majority of my friends are not painters, uh, visual artists in that regard. They are either uh, you know musicians or filmmakers, and um, I think. Those are the two hardest art forms, you know? Um, ladies and gentlemen, when Nick gets out of bed in the morning and he has an idea for his art, it, it could take a year, two years, sometimes longer to, to do that. Me, I roll out, I grab a canvas, and a couple days later, we're in business. I don't know how you do it, Nick. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. No, wow. for sure. I mean, it, it it is hard. Sometimes I... I I envy or or wish that um yeah because you just 
you need so many people. It's such a collaborative art form. So, um, you know, it's not like you could just kind of grab your guitar and start kind of, you know, riffing and, and right. putting together some chords. Um, it takes, you know, they say it takes an army. So it's, um, it's a, definitely a labor of love, but you know, it's one of those things when it's good, it's, it's, it's a great job. You feel like you got the best job in the world. Well, I imagine after everything that uh, goes into making a film and I am not speaking from personal experience, just people I know. And, you know, what a sense of accomplishment when you're done, just because you, you, you've really went to war, <laughs> you know, you've taken that beach, man, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, distribution it's, um, and production and people and money and, you know, all of that. It's a, it's, it's a long, it's definitely a long road. And um, I mean, the more we do it, the, you know, you do get a little bit, more perspective, which you could kind of manage those timelines a little bit better. But um, yeah, it's a long, it's a long road. And, um, you know, we're a small indie company and Kevin and I, my, you know, co-writer and co-director mm-hmm. and one of my best friends, um, you know, we take on the burden of a lot of the post-production stuff ourselves as well. So we're really, we're really in it from inception to, uh, you know, to distribution. So it's a long, uh, a long labor of love. Well, let me ask you a question. First off, we want to say Kevin is feeling ill. He wasn't able to uh, uh, make the show today. And we wish that we all hope that he's on the mend soon. Kevin, if you're listening, we're, we're, we're rooting for you, buddy. Um, and secondly, how did you two come apart, uh, come together, I should say? Um, you know, because it seems to work. Yeah, no, we, we're, we're very fortunate. Um, you know, so the the short story is basically we met a long time ago in New York City. I'm originally from New York. Kevin's from Pennsylvania um, mm. and just had a lot of similar similar interests and, um, you know, talking film and talking art. And he had moved to Los Angeles with his then girlfriend, now wife. And I always wanted to make the move. And, you know, being from New York originally, it was always, you know, East Coast, West Coast kind of vibes. But long story short, I eventually went out there and um, – and we've been making stuff in in some form or another for you know the the latter part of ten years. Um, wow. And yeah, so we have like um, I think we complement each other well. You know, most of the times um, I'm editing the the films, and Kevin's a great musician, and he does all the original score and music for it. And we just kind of have over time figured out, um, hopefully, a way to make. Um, you know, cost-effective, um, high-quality films. Well, it, it's working, man. It's working. I'm telling you, for those not in a creative job, um, you know, where you're using that uh, supposed, what is it? I always get it confused. The right side of your brain? I, it, anyway, the, the creative side. Um, when something works, no matter what you're doing, you celebrate it because oftentimes... <laughs> It takes a while to figure out to, to get to, to see that, you know, to, to discover, oh, this works. We're going to do it this way. It's so cool that you found somebody um, that you can work with that uh, feeds into that, you know, that the, the, the cylinders fire. You guys are cooking with grease. I, I think that's amazing. Uh, it doesn't always happen. No. You know? Yeah. No, it's, we're, we're very, we're very fortunate and, um, we, we've been doing it so long, sometimes we have to remind ourselves, you know, people will come up to us and say, I'd really love a writing partner or I'd really love this. I, I mean, I think 
be, you know, it could go either way. You know, obviously working with friends or family could always, always be, you know, tough. But I think because we're such good friends and we've known each other so long, um, we can really put ego aside, you know, and just be like, is this good? Is this bad? Is this like, what's going, you know, uh, we, we have like kind of that open, honest communication, which is I think really important. And um, yeah, sometimes I think maybe we take it for granted, but um, it's definitely, we're definitely fortunate to have that relationship. Oh, super important. Super important. Uh, that's, that's how I knew my wife was the one man. Um, yeah. You know, I, She's one of the few people, especially if you achieve a little bit of success and whatnot, that you, you can paint something and say, well, what do you think? And she's like, I don't know. You might need to take another swing at that. <laughs> you know, or she's like, yeah, that's going to put you on the Antiques Roadshow in 100 years. You know, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a, it'll it's be it's hidden important. away in the basement. You discovered. <laughs> no, it's you, you, honesty in, in whatever, because the thing that people don't get, I think, about us creative types is we're not that good. Uh, we're, we're not, oh, I shouldn't say good. We're, we're not like normal people because most, I think, normal people can have an idea or something uh, or need to want to say something, and they can say it. Nick has to make a film. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, here you yeah, go. Yeah, it's uh, I know. It's like the, what is it, the, the blessing and the curse of it, yeah. Um, right. But, uh, and yeah, you have to and do I think, it. I think yeah, no, you do. It's one of those things. And I think trust, too, you know, like, especially with collaborators, you know, um, I think mm-hmm. trust is really important. You know, you have to trust their intentions and their, their taste and, and artistic integrity and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's a, you, I can't stop as much as it kills me sometimes. <laughs> you're, oh, yeah. uh, you're married, you're married to the, to the, to the art and the craft a little bit. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s hey rockers this is stacy lane wilson author and editor of the rock and roll nightmares book series i have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians artists authors filmmakers and music historians in season one i interview phil susan from ozzy osbourne's band Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget. 
for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. It's weird because I, I think sometimes uh, friends and family, perhaps, <laughs> they don't, they, they lose, it's easy to lose sight of that if you're not in that world, you know, it's like, geez, what's he doing, man? Um, you know. Yeah, I, I, luckily, I, I, or something, it's got to be an easier uh, way. Um, yeah, no, you know, not. I think, no, and, um, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, came to grips with that, but. Uh, a while ago where it was like, you know, I'm fortunate. I have a great family. They'll love me no matter what I do. And it's, you know, at some point you got to be awesome. like, you know, you kind of got to let the, that go as far as, and even friends, you know, kind of explaining, you know, why and how you're doing something. And, um, you know, I have such great appreciation for movies, even, even, well, all art, but even bad movies now that, you know, I've been making them for over 10 years is, because it's so hard and there's so much work that goes into it and so many people are involved. So, you know, it's sometimes it really is a miracle that even some of these things get made and finished. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I had, I had a guest on the show, I don't know, it's probably about a year ago and um, he made a film. (laughs) This is a very good example of how things to an extreme, through an extreme lens. He made a movie when he was a youngster, a kid, you know, 20, 21, something like that. And uh, this was back in the 80s and shot it on film, you know, not digitally. And it sat on the shelf. Things fell through. Couldn't get distribution for it. Um, All this stuff happened. 20 years goes by. or Actually, 30 years go by. Or 25 or something crazy. And um, he finally got his break with it. And he said, you know, one of the – had to raise money to convert it from film to digital because nobody could play it. <laughs> you know, the technology had changed. And, you know, I think that was the longest I've personally come across where it was a 25 year, um, you know, time length. Of, uh, yeah. It's not for the, it is not for the faint of yeah. heart. That's for, that's for sure. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, luckily, you know, technology has kind of um, has sped up some of some of the time frame, but it still takes, you know, it does still take quite a bit of time, 
And, um, you know, more so you see, too, like on some of the documentaries, the amount of time some of these filmmakers put into it. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and even even Richard Linklater, you know, you hear, you know, when he did About a Boy and, and um, you know, he's doing another film where he, you know, he takes on decades of time and, and the discipline right. that that takes is is really insane, you know, and I, 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 I admire that. I, unfortunately, I don't have the best patience, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. No, I hear you. I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, it's, it's cool, you know. Hey, and this, this film, I don't want to give anything away because I want everybody to watch it. And it, you can get it on Amazon or whatnot, folks. We have a link up and everything. Um, it's, it's called The Long Dark Trail. And um, so many things I, I want to mention. Um, this, now again, I am, I am not in the movie business, but I am that friend you have that's kind of a cinephile. I've got the backyard theater. I make my friends watch movies with subtitles. I'm kind of annoying like that. I'm the same way with I music, love that. by the way. Yeah, I'm just one of those guys. I love know, that. But, that's great. Um, this film, the soundtrack, oh, my God. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, all, that's all Kevin, Whoa. man. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, Kevin, Kevin is is super, super talented um, and, yeah, crushed it. You know, especially, you know, this film's very visual. You know, we made it mm-hmm. around or right after COVID. Um, it's very experimental and, you know, an art it's film in a lot of ways. For, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the music and the visuals really kind of drive it uh, all. And, um, yeah, that's, you know, Kevin, like I said, uh, that's all Kevin. We're actually going to be releasing, we'll probably announce it, shortly uh, in the next couple of weeks, but um, we actually have limited edition vinyl records of the soundtrack. Um, and we got a, yeah, we got a local artist from Pennsylvania where Kevin's from and where we shot the film uh, to do all the artwork um, for it. So we'll be releasing that with, uh, yeah, with like a little mini comic and um, some cool art and uh, some cool variants of the vinyl. Um Probably nice. in the next couple nice. couple weeks. Yeah, really cool, really cool stuff. So we're excited. Well, it, I can't wait for that. I will be letting when I when I get the word on that, folks. I will be blasting that out everywhere because you definitely want to get the soundtrack. You want to watch the film. I'm telling you, if you are a fan, and I don't want to, I hate say, making statements like this because I don't want people to say, "Oh, well, what do you mean? It's like such and such." No, if if you are a fan of kind of mind bending. Uh, film, um, if you get past the nostalgia thing of something like Stranger Days and just look at the story of that, you know, and kind of think about it a little bit, uh, or the vibe, you know, of it, the, 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 uh, the not the theme, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, just the, uh, the feeling you get from the film, um, it, it kind of, uh, the Long Dark Trail kind of reminds me a little bit of that, you know, but it, it, it affects you. It is so cool. And I don't know if it's, it's, I guess it's everything, you know, the lighting and the acting and the story and everything. Some of this film, I will say this, um, and I'm not being critical of saying it. Some of this film is very disturbing uh, to watch, deliciously disturbing to watch. Um, it is, uh, I'll take, it's crazy. I'll take that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's uh, that is a that is a compliment. Yes, I'll take that. Now, I mean, yeah, it's look, it's you know, it's definitely some dark subject matter, and um, um, but hopefully, you know, is entertaining and also, oh, you know, maybe a little maybe a little thought provoking, and 
and uh, makes you feel something. I mean, you know, we're kind of, Kevin and I are very much in the vein of um, some kind of, you know, emotional or cerebral reaction to something. You know, we always say if we feel something is better than feeling nothing. You know, the worst thing you could have in a movie Absolutely. is to be completely apathetic towards it. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think that's that's fair. Yeah, for sure. Um, disturbing is uh, is good in this case. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com, as well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week, 
There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Oh, yeah, very, very much so. And it is, it's good art. I'll tell you one of the things about this film that I, um, and, and again, folks, this isn't, I'm not, I'm saying this in a good way. This film is clingy in the fact that it sticks with you. And after you watch it, a couple days after you watch it, you're thinking about it. And you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh I don't know. Ooh. You know, and you're, you're examining it in your, in your mind. It, it's very, very cool. Um, I love the use of uh, some of the practical effects in concert with CGI. Um, very, very well done, I thought. You know, I, I dug it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and I think that's kind of what, you know, again, like we're we're kind of fans of that, you know, is to have some as much practical as we can on the effect side and then maybe support it with some some special effects that are, you know, hopefully minimal and, and you know, enhance it but don't take you out of it, you know. Right. Um Absolutely. and that's kind of what we yeah, that's kind of what we what we shoot for. So um yeah, that's very kind and um I'm I'm glad that it does kind of linger with you, you know, it's hopefully, you know, kind of this, you know, trippy kind of, you know, psychological uh, ride. And um, yeah, hopefully it makes you think a little bit and, and stays with you. That's, I think that's all a, a positive thing. Absolutely. I tell you, it, it reminded me a couple of years ago, I had to, um, I was, uh, I had a show in San Francisco and then I had one in Portland and I had to take, uh, the paintings got shipped up there, but I had to take a Greyhound bus from San Francisco to Portland. And I had always been one of these people, you know, with, with forests and woods. I like them. Um, but when it comes to weird things being in the woods, I'm like, like Bigfoot or, or whatever. Uh, there was no Bigfoots in your movie or Big Feet. It uh, doesn't matter. But anyway, I've <laughs> always been one of those kind of skeptical of that. Until I went through that rainforest area, um, and I'm looking out the window, and I'm like, seeing I've never seen woods before like that and I was like wow there absolutely could be something going on out here when I was watching your film and it came to the uh and I don't think I'm giving anything away but there's, there's a, a cult in it um absolutely could be a cult out in the woods. yeah you know uh, yeah no you. for sure I mean, you know it's one of those things where um you know yeah I I could see I could see that it, it's um it's one of those things that uh, you think, oh, yeah, you know, I don't know if I would be scared or I don't know what could be out there until you're out there, you know. And um, that oh, was one yeah. of the beautiful things about, you know, shooting in, in Pennsylvania was we were kind of, you know, we reverse engineered this movie quite a bit and um, kind of were using what we had and the resources we had and kind of were able to go through these forests and these outdoor locations and kind of, let that kind of dictate some of the scenes that we would have these boys kind of go through. So, 
Yeah, I could tell you firsthand, you know, you think you're you think you're tough and uh unflinching, but you know, if you're out there in the in the wilderness in a weird situation by yourself, that could uh that could change pretty quick. Your mind does oh, play absolutely. some tricks on you, so I tell people this all the time because I get um I with my work, yes, there's a lot, it's all pop art and I have painted Marilyn Monroe more times than I can imagine. Um you know, and that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, you have to do that. But I also do some horror stuff and um, I, you know, it's, I do all kinds of painting and I have different crowds for different things. And, you know, my, my abstract people are like, well, what the hell are you painting that for? And, and everybody says that about, you know, but I just, I, I like to go in different directions. Um, but sometimes people get very critical of the horror stuff. And I'm like, folks, let me tell you something. If, if you break down to the atomic structure, the human mind, there is nothing more terrifying on, on a mental atomic level than a twig snap just out of the firelight from the campfire. <laughs> you know, that is pretty terrifying because you don't know what's out there. <laughs> Probably something wants yeah. to happen, you know. Um, no, and I think, and that's you very know, I true. Think, and I also think it's it's evolved so much. You know, there's so many, you know, there's so many different kinds of horror, um, mm. and you know it's it's such a it, or has become such a broad kind of term now. There and it's um, yeah, I, I think that um, it's it's gaining some. Um, Got to be careful how I say this. I don't want to uh, upset the long-term hardcore horror fans, but there there right. seems to be an evolution of of some horror and and what that what it means to be a horror film and and um different sub genres uh within that and um yeah so i i think it's um it's definitely growing and and yeah should be taken seriously absolutely absolutely well one of the cool things uh, like your film did uh the, the long dark trail is it takes um yes it's got horror elements in it but it also draws from other uh, theatrical uh, genres, drama and this and that, and, you know. But, but one of the great horror things about this film, you know, it almost reminds me of like Hitchcock. Hitchcock wasn't as trippy. Well, I guess maybe some of the stuff was, but, um, but not overall uh, normally. But, you know, one of the reasons Psycho works is uh, what's your face is naked in the shower. You know, we, it's relatable. We've all been there and whatnot. One of the most horrific things in your film necessarily isn't what's found in the woods and, 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 and the twists and turns and whatnot is these poor boys, uh, the abuse stuff, you know? It's like these people are supposed to be taking care of these guys, you know? I mean, what the hell? And, um, and there's some pretty disturbing, horrific stuff in there that just, it isn't icing on the cake. It, it's part of the meat of the cake. You know what I mean? It, and it's, it's done very well. It's cooked very well in there. And um, Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, yeah. part of like, you know, part of that kind of thing is, um, you know, besides the, the natural kind of horror elements, but I think it's, you know, on a, on a broader thematic kind of, you know, scale is, you know, are we all in some way victim of our circumstance? You know, how mm -hmm. much kind of free will and 
um, state could we take in our lives? And if we're if we're dealt this terrible, in which case these boys are, if we're dealt this terrible hand, um, you know, can we fight back? Can we can we change our path, change our lives for the better, um, or you know, are we you know a victim of of this terrible you know circumstance? Now, of course, they go and find that maybe when they're going and looking for their mom that, you know, maybe that's equally as disturbing where they end up finding her in this cult. But, um, yeah, so I I think it's, um, and it could be a big, you know, again, like I did an interview, um, been doing a lot of these this week. And, you know, someone asked how we address, you know, the young boys with such sensitive kind of, um, the actors with such sensitive kind of material and I think it also mm. kind of relates to the viewer in a lot of ways. Also, you know, you don't have to be abused to know what it's like to to miss a loved one or to miss a parent. You know, you don't have yeah, to, um, you know, it doesn't have to be that extreme to feel like you want to get out of a situation that's that's not best for you or to look for, you know, that you deserve more and to look for greener pastures. So I think there's a lot of universal themes in there and we just kind of present them in a, a, a very extreme kind of uh, horror uh, driven way. Oh yeah. Well, you know, when I was a kid, I, my father never hit me with a belt. He had a move. He had this like gunslinger move where he could go for his belt if I was really messing up. And, uh, it, it, it never got to any any serious thing, you know what I mean, where where things happen. But boy, did I worry about it. <laughs> you know, I I didn't yeah. want it to get back. I got my attention very quickly. Um, oh, okay, the ice is cracking. You, you don't want to go this way. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and it was just, uh, you know, some people say, oh, my parent had a look. You know, same type of deal. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, oh, I don't want it to go past that. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, you know, but, but they did such a good job, and uh, obviously it worked how you guys uh, did this. This is a great movie. This is a great movie, and folks, you know, if, if you've got, uh, you know, you're doing movie night at your house, and uh, I don't know, there's a bunch of people that, that like Hallmark Christmas movies coming over, I suggest you just throw this on to uh, mix it up a little bit, because they will be <laughs> utterly terrified. Uh, no, kidding, kind of. That is something I would do. But, uh, yeah, what a cool film. What a cool film. Now, you guys are working with – this is uh, being distributed by Cleopatra Entertainment, right? Yes, it is. Yep. How was that? Did you have an existing relationship with them before that, or they, they saw the film, like, out at a film festival or something you know, and got a hold of you? Yeah. How was yeah, that side we, of the business um, it's going well, man. They've been great kind of partners um, in distributing this. Nice. Um, it is our first time working with them. Um, and, yeah, um, you know, we did some kind of bigger international festivals, some, like, kind of genre-specific stuff. Um, and so far, yeah, they've been they've been a great partner and um, support the film and, um, you know, are, you know, very supportive of kind of our vision of, of what it what it is and, um, getting it out there, and um, yeah, so far it's been great. It is our first experience, but I've you know nothing but positive things to say. My ears always go up when I see Cleopatra Entertainment. I'm I'm a uh, a grown up. I'm an old man now, but back when I was a kid, I don't know if they have anything to do with uh, the 
Cleopatra Records, but man, all the cool bands are on that label. Yeah, they, they do, man. They are the same. They are the same. Yes, they are the same as Cleopatra Records. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, there you so, go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, if you're you a know, ministry fan, you know what I'm and, talking about. Yeah. They, yeah. They were, I, used to have a, I used to have a videotape. This was how long ago this was. I had a VHS tape that was a, the best from Cleopatra. And, um, oh, my gosh, that went on. That got played at every party I think we had for uh, a couple years. Me and my friends. It was fantastic. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. And this is a fantastic film. I can't wait. No, um, any plans uh, is the best way for people to watch this. Just to, uh, We have the link up to the uh, Amazon Direct page there uh, where it's at. Is that the best way for people to get it? Yeah, so it's um, it's digital video on demand. So, yeah, Amazon, you could pre-order it on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. And then also the Blu-ray and nice. DVD is uh, available as well. So uh, either of well, those very, things. Very uh, cool. Yeah, and it, uh, it all hits February 21st, I believe. Awesome, awesome. I tell you, I, and I love the cover art of this. It is fantastic. I look at that, and I'm thinking, it's one of those images you see, and I'm going, God, I wish I would have thought of that. That is that's brilliant. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we had some really Already cool. Been yeah, we had some really cool art, and um, yeah, I, I got you know we might be doing some stuff. I gotta see. We had a lot of um, different posters that um, and artwork that that we kind of released, and um, yeah, we might maybe we'll do something with uh, you know some limited posters or have some some fans vote on on which ones they like. Oh best. yeah. But, um, but yeah, people have really been digging the uh, the artwork. So um, yeah, it's 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 all been super positive, definitely. Very cool, and definitely, folks. If you have a, uh, a a spring or summer camping trip coming up, watch this film before you uh, you know go. <laughs> It'll make it for a very interesting camping trip. That's all I'm saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You will hear uh, every very, very, that. Yes. Yeah. It would be very meta to watch it outside in the woods. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much. I know you've got a, uh, a ton of these to do, uh, Nick. Um, all I'm going to say is you and Kevin are really, really good at what you do. And keep doing it, man, because I want to see more. Definitely want to see thank more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. That means a lot. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And, folks, that was uh, Nick uh, Sinakis and Sinakis, Sinakis, I'm stumbling over your name. I'm stumbling over all my words now. I don't know what happened there. Um, I just had a mini stroke or something there trying to, trying to do that. That's but, all right. Uh, but I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, and best to Kevin, and thanks so much for taking time to be on the show. Really appreciate it. You, you rock. All right. Full turn uh, up to 10. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks for having us. Anytime, anytime. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will be back uh, tomorrow. We've got a uh, another uh, really cool uh, uh, actress from a uh, really cool film. I watched this the other night, too, called The Welder. And Camila Rodriguez will be on uh, talking about that. Very interesting film. So tune in tomorrow about that. And, uh, you know, we will see you then. Uh, this episode will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the digital platforms, all the streaming platforms, all that kind of stuff, and on all the podcasting platforms. Well, I'm like 700 of them. So 
it's uh, it's zany, folks. It's zany. So we will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. And, uh, you know, be nice to each other out there. It's still a little bit of a weird world, uh, you know. Be nice to the people in the service industry. That's all I'm saying, you know. Anyhow, talk to you later. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.